Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. We are super excited because today is FASD Awareness Day, and today we get to sit down and chat with a number of different FASD organizations that are out there planning, organizing, and putting on some really awesome events. So we're going to move from the East Coast to the West Coast, chatting, finding out what they're doing and why it's important. To start off with, we are going to be connecting with FASD Newfoundland. So let's Let's get into it. Here we go. Yeah, so I work for the FASDNL network, which is the Fetal Alcohol Spectrum Disorder Newfoundland Labrador Network. We're a provincial organization, um, and I am a, pro- a project coordinator with FASDNL. So we really work to educate, network, network and share resources um, across Newfoundland Labrador to improve the lives of individuals with FASD and their families and communities. Very cool. Nice. All right. And so in that whole province and, and within your organization, do you have anything planned for FASD Awareness Day? Yeah, so we actually have five um, FASD events happening in the various regions. Um, so we have several walks and runs, family fun runs planned, and then some barbecues mixed in with those. We have some information sessions at the barbecues, um, and we have a, a few proclamations as well through local municipalities to have this week declared FASD Awareness Week. Awesome. Nice. And why is it important or why do you feel that it's important to put on these events and put forth these proclamations? Well, for us, it's really very much about reducing the stigma and shame associated historically with FASD. And so part of that involves working against that involves involving communities, partners um, and individuals who've been affected or individuals that are working with um, individuals with FASD. So we really try to open up the conversation, make FASD something that can be talked about, something that can be open, um, and hopefully that trickles down to the general public, to healthcare providers, um, community workers, uh, to make it sort of a less um, blame-based or shame-associated topic. Thank you so much, Kate, for, uh, for sharing what you have going on over there in Newfoundland today and, uh, and throughout the month. Do you have anything else planned coming like throughout the month? Well, because of the Hurricane Dorian, we actually rescheduled one of our events to next weekend. So that'll be happening in St. John's. And it's the fourth year for that um, walk and family fun run. So this year we're incorporating the Red Shoes Rock campaign into all of our events across the province and really encouraging folks to participate, wear some red laces, some red shoes um, to help raise awareness about FASD. Fantastic. And then for those other barbecues that you have planned for the walks and runs today, how's the weather looking? Uh, not bad. For the places in the province that have regained their power, we're, we're doing good. A few of them happened last week, a couple on the weekend, and so we're, we're pretty much good now. And thank you so much, Kate, uh, for joining us today, taking time out of your day to, to share all the great things you have going on. Really appreciate it. Great. Thanks so much for chatting. Thank you. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Kate. It sure was great hearing about all the neat things you have going on over there today in Newfoundland. Our next stop is going to be in New Brunswick, where we're going to touch base with Annette, who's with the New Brunswick FASD Center of Excellence. Perfect. So, hello. Bonjour, everyone. Um, My name is Annette Cormier, as uh, he just said, and I'm the Provincial Program Manager for the New Brunswick FASD Center of Excellence here in Moncton, but we cover 
cover the whole province of New Brunswick. And we are um, under the umbrella of Vitality Health Network. Do you, Annette, have anything planned for FASD Awareness Day, whether it's today or prior or throughout the month? So we have actually quite a lot of activities plans um, throughout the day. It actually started yesterday. We had a big uh, up north in Campbellton, uh, big festivities uh, where we had barbecues, face painting. Um, we had um, clowns, um, outdoor activity, bouncy castle, magicians, um, all kinds of information on FASD. And we had actually, uh, regardless of Dorian, did not put a damper at all on our activity. We were actually, um, we were able to have more than 130 uh, people show up. So it was a huge success. That started yesterday. And then today across New Brunswick, we had um, several um, interviews uh, with radio station. Um, We um, actually distributed placemats um, all across the schools and and uh, uh, local restaurants um, in regards to creating that awareness in regards to FASD Day. Um, Right now at the University of Moncton, um, we have the Best Buddy program. Those are students from different um, uh, faculties. We have uh, nursing, med school, social workers, uh, and I'm probably missing a a lot, but uh, they came together, got a big uh, kiosk, and they have activity going on at the University of Moncton in regards to creating awareness. As we know, school year is starting, and uh, we're trying to prevent that awareness on the youth population and the young adults. Um, We also have the Red Shoe Rock. Everybody's rocking their red shoes here in New Brunswick. So we'll be posting a lot of photos on that um, across, uh, like in St. John, Fredericton, up in Campbellton. Um, We also have very different um, various of... activities happening all across the First Nations communities as well. So we'll have some pictures for that. In Fredericton, we actually have a public mocktail and information booth that's happening at the NBCC. Um, And I know. And also at the um, St. John uh, Regional Hospital. So they're actually, there's a mom there with her son. They're rocking those shoes. Yeah. Um, she made a video for her son. He's actually nine years old. That's actually going on social media right now. So just to creating, you know, that FASD is real. I'm a real person with real needs and, and, and I'm awesome. <laughs> Very neat. Oh, we'll have to so check those that are out. Kind of like, yeah. So those are kind of just a little summary, but throughout the um the whole month, um, we've been plastering um, all kinds of information on FASD, and there's actually an information seance, information information. Oh, I don't know how to say like that in English, session? but anyway, like a, session? a session, yes, thank you very much. No worries. Um, that, that will be happening on the 18th, uh, the 16th of September, um, where we have a coordinator that's going to do an FASD, um, kind of like FASD 101 presentation, and then we have a mom that's going to share, a biological mother, actually, that's going to share her story, and uh, the story of her and how she came to... Um, um, let go of that shame of that guilt that she's carrying that she was carrying and now is become is a, one of our biggest advocate here in our province for FASD 
So you can actually go on our website and check out the videos that we've made. She's actually on those videos as well um, for the center. Perfect. And would you mind sharing the address, the URL for your website? Oh my God! Yes, I can send you that information. Do I send that information? Sure. <laughs> you, uh, if, if, you, if, you know, if you know off the top of your head, you could say it. But if not, you could send it to me. I could put it in the footnotes of the podcast. Perfect. I'll send it to you, and, and you'll put that at the footnotes. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow, Annette! It lo- sounds like you have so much going on. I love the idea of the placemats at restaurants and yes, and then and me- schools. Yeah, and schools. That's fantastic. Yep. And then Cafeteria. also, yeah, wow, like you're, you're going to where, you know, it needs to go to the education, to the university hospitals, to um, mm-hmm. just the restaurants. It, that's incredible. And then to have um, all the other events and the barbecues with the communities. That's this is this is great. This is really neat. I know. Thank you so much for sharing those. Wow. Um, and so, Annette, it sounds like you, you have a lot going on in New Brunswick, uh, putting in a lot of effort to planning and organizing, distributing, advocating, um, all of this stuff. Uh, why? Why is it important to you? Why is it important to New Brunswick FASD Center of Excellence Provincial Program that you put in all this effort? Oh, my God. Um, FASD has become one of my, well, it's a passion of mine and working with these families. And um, and for me, it's all about creating that awareness, planting seeds mm-hmm. all around this, having that discussion of, of alcohol and pregnancies, the risk uh, that's associated with it. But it's just about planting seeds and hoping that people will keep on talking about it and keep on feeding and so that seed will eventually grow. Um, So it's all about addressing that stigma. Um, I mean, here at the center, we do do all, all three. We do prevention, we do diagnosis, intervention and support. And I mean, working with these kids and these families, like to see the, the, the beauty of their gifts, but so much of these gifts are camouflaged by the fact that people can't even get past the behaviors. Mm-hmm. So I find that if we're able to create that awareness and that education, educating people um, around FASD, then people will be able to see that, you know, Absolutely. the beauty of, of these kids and not see the behaviors. I mean, no one is immune to this disability. Mm-hmm. No one. Everybody is at risk. So, yeah. I mean, so it's all about how can we as a society better help these people that are living with FASD and how can we contribute to making their day a little bit brighter. Very cool. Well said. Thank you so much, Annette. really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, so great to hear about all the awesome things that are going on there in New Brunswick. All right, we're going to be dipping down into the United States, touching base with Tom and Andy, who are with NOFAS. All right, so Tom and Andy, would you mind introducing yourself and a little bit about your organization? Hi, I'm Tom Donaldson, and I'm with my colleague uh, Andy Ketcher, and we're with NOFAS, the National Organization on Fetal Alcohol Syndrome. Uh, we're in Washington, D.C., and uh, we are next year, we'll be uh, observing our 30th year in uh, working on FASD, raising awareness about the risk of uh, a prenatal alcohol exposure, and probably most importantly, I think, trying to uh, be supportive and to help and aid uh, individuals and, and families and, and in broader communities that are touched by FASD, that are uh, seeking resources, looking for services, uh, and uh, also sometimes just fellowship uh, out there 
uh, when uh, when living with this issue. Thank you very much. And Tom and Andy, would you like to share any of the plans that NoFast has for FASD Day or FASD Awareness Month? Hi, yes, this is Andy Catcher, Communications Director at NoFast. So NoFast is very busy throughout the month of September. We uh, have our information actually available um, on if you go to nofast.org slash FASD month. Uh, you'll find a wealth of information, including uh, a just updated 2019 FASD Awareness Month slash Day packet. So that has a lot of details regarding uh, sample social media messages, for example, a sample proclamation, how to get a proclamation uh, for FASD Day or month, and uh, some sample language for a news release, a media release, and a list of events and resources, how to get additional uh, materials and resources from the CD or NOFAS or other uh, national organizations. We also have um, a list of local events and activities throughout the month of September. Uh, and anyone is welcome to submit their own event or their own proclamation. Uh, there's a form to submit that on our website. And uh, so everyone is welcome to do so. Also, we have a webinar scheduled for September 19th at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on how to prevent FASD in your community. So that is going to bring together several FASD advocates from around the country to talk about what they're all doing for FASD Awareness Month and why it's so important. Uh, there'll be a few different panelists presenting, and uh, it's a free webinar. It's uh, free to register. You can register for that on our website, and there's going to be an open question and answer session at the end. Uh, there's also a uh, public awareness guide that we have available, and um, we also uh, featured a few videos uh, for FASD Awareness Month. So we just recently put out a, uh, a video of NoFast staff making several delicious mocktails, uh, Shirley Temples and Tropical Oasis and some other fun drinks uh, that pregnant women can enjoy uh, as an alternative to alcohol. And we're also uh, inviting everyone to submit their own videos, uh, their own favorite mocktails. And uh, we've gotten several submissions from people talking about what uh, fun drinks and mocktails they enjoy. So we're going to be featuring those throughout the month of September as well. We're also going to be posting a video featuring uh, an OBGYN named uh, Dr. Alexis Jamofsky. And she's going to be talking about uh, how she's addressing uh, the issue of alcohol and pregnancy with her patients. And I think Tom has some additional information regarding uh, some events happening in D.C. with our affiliates and uh, some stuff going on federally. And NOFAS has been uh, grateful to join the global community really since uh, FASD Awareness Day was founded in 1999. And in 2015, many organizations started thinking uh, throughout the month uh, that uh, wanted to continue to bring awareness uh, and try to increase attention and hopes that would increase investment in FASD. And so we've been recognizing FASD Awareness Day and then September is FASD Awareness Month uh, for the last number of years. And uh, we have uh, uh, many FASD advocates coming to Washington, D.C. the end of September, along with uh, the uh, nearly 30 members of the NOFAS affiliate network. They're all going to be here for their affiliate summit. We're going to talk with folks on Capitol Hill to try to advance legislation. We anticipate just in the coming weeks that there'll be new federal legislation in the United States regarding FASD, specific to FASD that will be introduced, and we're, we're excited about that. And, and just um, overall featuring uh, uh, the stories 
uh, of those who, who are living in touch with, with FASD. Uh, another, the last thing I want to mention is that uh, we think it's also so important to get out to the media to engage with the media uh, and journalists about these important stories so that they can help uh, this is the public at large uh, and everyone appreciate but this is a, sort of a hidden disorder. It needs a lot of attention, deserves a lot of attention. Wow. So many things you have on the go. They're wonderful. Uh, whether it's for FASD Awareness Day or for the month, uh, just a lot of great activities and initiatives you have going. So thanks for sharing those. All right. So uh, the next question is, would be, why is it important that organizations like NOFAS support this day and plan and uh, events to, to promote awareness around fetal alcohol spectrum? Disorder. Well, I, you know, you know, and, and you're, you're devoted, dedicated uh, to this work. That, uh, and as was mentioned a moment ago, sort of the hidden nature of this—the fact that uh, uh, it, it's so pervasive, it occurs so often, uh, but uh, that's not appreciated and realized uh, by the public. Uh, I can certainly say that in the U.S., and I imagine so also in Canada and in some of the other. Uh, nations, Australia, New Zealand, throughout Europe, South Africa, where we see a growing attention uh, to this issue. And I know that um, you know, we're inspired by the work that you do and, and everyone else. But, and we're all doing it uh, because it's so significant. Uh, it's, it's under-recognized. And you have people who, um, whose lives are, uh, need and deserve to be improved. Uh, and who are in many cases are not just challenged, but are struggling because they don't have the, the resources. They don't have access to, uh, to benefits in, in some cases. Uh, they're not eligible for certain services. And that can happen, and we, as we see in the U.S., because um, the FASD is not recognized in some cases you know, from a policy standpoint. So uh, we, we've got to do this so the systems of care uh, and uh, providers uh, understand that there's there are those children and adults with FASD. Uh, they, they deserve recognition. They deserve support, uh, and they, they deserve you know care. Mm-hmm. Hi, yeah, this is Andy Catcher. Uh, so, like Tom said, it's, FASD is such a hidden disability, and uh, as we've heard from so many families and individuals over the years, um, oftentimes it feels uh, very ignored, underappreciated, like they're alone. So it's really important for us to um, to raise awareness of the issue, to feature stories of the individuals living with FASD, to, um, to have people realize they're not alone. There's others that, uh, that have these challenges and also successes um, that have oftentimes very inspirational success stories to share as well, uh, to, to show some of the positive um, work that's happening in, in this field and with this issue. And the issue is, is often so stigmatized and st- so kind of full of sadness and, and negativity. And um, so it's important to to acknowledge that and also to, to show um, the positive side of some individuals' experiences and stories. And um, for example, with, with the mocktail videos to have a, a kind of more positive um, message and tone and it shows it's not all, uh, you know, totally 
lost and, and dark all the time. That there, there's there's some hope that uh, it's not all just negative. What you can't do, not drinking, but also here's some fun mocktails, some alternatives to enjoy, some positivity. Um, we found that that's really important, and to counter the stigma, it's really important, uh, particularly the stigma on birth mothers and others uh, living with FASD. So no fast or our stamp out stigma campaign uh, and other activities really trying to incorporate that into all we do. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a lot of work to be done and uh, a lot of awareness um, that's important to, to raise. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tom and Andy, for taking the time out of your day to sit down with us on this podcast and share what you have going on down there in Washington, D.C. and throughout the United States. We hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful month of bringing awareness to FASD and all those endeavors that you have planned. Have a great day and thanks again. Well, thank you for for having us and uh, and thanks for your leadership and, and all that you do. So great to hear about all the wonderful things going on down there in the United States with Tom and Andy and NoFAS. Fantastic. All right, moving on. We have the province of Quebec where we are going to have a nice conversation with Louise, who's with the FAC organization Safera. All right. So um, Canada being a bilingual country, we thought it would be a good idea to conduct the conversation 100% en français, other than my introduction. You can find this episode en français uh, in our feed. Otherwise, we are going to be moving on to Saskatchewan, where we're going to have a conversation with uh, some wonderful people from SK, Saskatchewan Prevention Institute, and the FASD Network. So why don't we start off first with the FASD Network and Shanna Moore. Shanna, would you mind introducing yourself and your organization, please? Thank you. So my name is Shanna Moore. I'm the training manager with FASD Network of Saskatchewan. So at the FASD Network of Saskatchewan, we provide training and education on fetal alcohol spectrum disorder across Saskatchewan and outside of Saskatchewan, as well as we have a support program. So we support individuals and caregivers who have been impacted by FASD, and we have... um, support workers who specialize in the justice field. We have a support worker who can provide intensive services to people who have some type of interaction with the Ministry of Social Services. And then we have an outreach worker who can provide support services across Saskatchewan. Um, The big thing to our support program is you don't actually need a diagnosis to access services through us. And um, it's voluntary. It doesn't um, cost any money to access a support program. And then if you're looking for training or education, you can connect with me at the FASD network and we can do all kinds of training and presentations on FASD. Awesome. Sounds like you're very busy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so being very busy, what do you have planned for today or throughout the month? So we have, a, we've actually already had one event on September 5th. We had an evening where we had a panel of two individuals with FASD and two caregivers to um, our parents to children with FASD where we came out and had an event and people got to ask them questions because people with FASD and caregivers are absolutely 100% the experts in the world of FASD. Mm-hmm. This morning we're participating in FASD Awareness Walk. We are also over the month of September um, across Saskatchewan doing three lunch and learns. And so what these are is people can come out and have a free lunch and listen to a presentation on FASD. As well as we are offering our six hours of intensive FASD frontline training on September 16th for half price. 
Wow, what a great opportunity that September 5th uh, to have people come in and ask questions and, and listen to the experts. How did that go? It, 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 we, this is the second year in the row that we have done that activity or that um, event, and it goes over so well. And we find more and more that we have lots of individuals with FASD who attend the event, um, as well as caregivers, and now we're seeing frontline workers as well. And so it's a really intriguing opportunity, like, like I said, that people with FASD and caregivers are the experts to get you know, the information from them. Wow, fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. And Shanna, why is it important for yourself and for FASD Network to uh, take part in this day and to, and to set up all these events in this month? Why is it important to you? Why is it important to you? On a personal note, it's extremely important to me as my um, my daughter lives with FASD, so I don't only work in the field. I do live this every single day. And so participating in the events and stuff, it's to bring a positive awareness to FASD as well. Um, lots of stuff in the world of FASD, especially around September 9th, is focused solely on prevention. And we like to kind of want to shift that conversation a bit. And prevention is absolutely important. But we also have to learn to celebrate all the wonderful and amazing people who are impacted by FASD. And so bringing awareness and education brings up positivity as well to the world of FASD. Wow, yeah, thank you so much for sharing why this day and these events throughout the month are so important uh, to you and to FASD Network. And also, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast and sharing all the wonderful events that you have planned and everything that you all do. So thank you. Uh, wish you all the best of luck today and in the future and really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. All right. Thank you so much, Shanna. Thanks for sharing all the wonderful things that are going on in Saskatchewan with the FASD Network. Now we're going to move on over towards the Saskatchewan Prevention Institute, and we get to chat with Marlene Dre. Marlene, thank you so much for joining us. Um, can, If you wouldn't mind, can you please introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about your organization. Okay. Well, as you said before, my name is Marlene Dre, and I'm with Saskatchewan Prevention Institute. We're an organization that's based in Saskatoon, but uh, we provide or we work with the whole province of Saskatchewan. Um, our motto is, our goal is to prevent disabling conditions in children, and this includes fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. And we do it by creating resources, providing education and training, and everything that we do is based on research. So we make sure we've got the research first, and then we translate it out to the uh, province and sometimes throughout the country. And with me, I'm really a huge fan of plain language, making it simple and understandable. Very cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And do you have anything planned for today? Does SASC Prevention have anything planned for today, FASD Awareness Day? Well, what the Saskatchewan Prevention Institute did was a lot of pre-work during the summer so that we could support communities to plan their own activities. So during the summer, um, we had a phone call with people in the province, talked about potential themes. And the theme that we came up with for this year is FASD, let's change the conversation. And mm -hmm. what we want to do with this theme is to get away from that stigma, um, the pointing of fingers, the shame and the blame of parents, and also to get away uh, from the stigma that's attached to people with FASD. So that's very much part of what we're doing today, is working on changing the conversation, asking communities how they can help people with FASD, how they can support mothers and people to have healthy pregnancies.
Absolutely, very cool. Um, do you have anything specific that's going on today that you're familiar with within those communities? Yes, I'm actually in Regina right now. And at 10 o'clock, they um, invited people to join them at City Hall. And they had several speeches, the police chief, um, a doctor who does diagnosis of FASD in the province, and the mayor. And then after the speeches were over, we had a walk down Albert Street, which is a very main street in Regina. And we're now at... Um, another location in the north end of Regina for a barbecue and they're actually just doing some speeches and talking right now and then they're going to be having burgers and wieners That's so great awesome. barbecue so, so Marlene you're Saskatoon. on location right now I am on location yeah. I'm actually walking a back alleyway it is pouring <laughs> rain here so we're really thrilled with the turnout that we had considering all of the rain uh, yeah. Saskatoon also had a walk and they're having a barbecue um, Moose Jaw, the mayor, did a proclamation that today would be FASD Awareness Day. Up in northern Saskatchewan, Buffalo Narrows, they had a walk with the school children, and they're doing a presentation about FASD in the afternoon to um, upcoming mothers. And a lot of other communities are holding events during the month because September 9th is sometimes a little early. Mm-hmm. Wow, that you have a lot going on there. That's fantastic. Um, I, I love where you're at right now, how you've brought that community together, the police chief, the politician, the mayor, um, just everybody coming together. And despite the rain, getting a great turnout. That's fantastic. It is. I can't take total credit for that. There's a, a group down here, the Regina FASD um, Community Network. And so they put all of this together. But one of the things that we've been able to do because of funding we received from Saskatchewan Liquor and Gaming Authority is to provide grants to communities to hold activities. So that's um, this is one of the exciting activities organized by the community because we think it's so important for the communities to be doing the organization and we'll support in the background. Absolutely. And that leads us into our final question. Why do you think it's important for days like today and this upcoming week and the month um, to take part to organize events like this? It's really important to raise the awareness of healthy pregnancies, alcohol-free pregnancies, how to support alcohol-free pregnancies, how to support families and individuals with FASD. Um, We need to raise that awareness, and as I said earlier, move away from that stigma. Let's have open, healthy conversations about how to support healthy pregnancies. You know, holding alcohol-free events, partners who stop drinking along with their, um, the mothers who are, you know, not drinking for the nine months. Um, providing information on even contraception and relationships because up to 50% of pregnancies are unplanned and people may be drinking when they're pregnant. They don't even know that they're pregnant. We just want to have the education so that we can make it that FASD is, uh, you know, um, a challenge for some people, but FASD is also success stories. People with mm-hmm. FASD who have been able to um, deal with some of the challenges that come their way and with the right supports to move past them, have families, have successful lives, and just healthy, happy people and just open discussions. Absolutely. And make it like everything else. It's just something, okay, this is what it is. 
and not deal with blame and shame. Very cool. Well, that's so great, Marlene. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thanks for taking the time out of your event to walk the back alleys and to, uh, to share with us, to brave the rain and uh, to share with us all the cool things that are happening in Saskatchewan. Really appreciate it. Oh, I've been so happy to do it. Thank you for inviting me to talk to you. You are welcome. Have a great day, Marlene. You as well. So great to hear about all the awesome things happening in Saskatchewan. Thank you, Marlene. Thank you, Shanna. Our next stop is going to be all the way up in the Northwest Territories in Yellowknife, where we are going to have a nice conversation with Corey, who's with the 4Y program up there. So, Corey, would you mind introducing yourself and tell us who you're with? Sure, yeah. Um, well, my name is Corey. I am a, the program coordinator for the 4Y program. Uh, the 4Y program is... Uh, a support and navigation program for youth who have fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. So it, uh, it provides one-on-one -on -one support for youth as they transition into adulthood. Um, the program is actually run out of the Foster Family Coalition of the Northwest Territories, and we just started it this, this past summer, and it's going really, really well. Nice. Yeah, seeing lots of it on social media and lots of, lots of great things here and lots of great things about it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and that's great. Do you have uh, any plans for today? or throughout the month? Yeah, so today we, um, we're we having a big uh, a big public barbecue in the downtown park. Um, uh, so it's free to the public and we've been advertising all the uh, last couple of weeks and um, we just want uh, everyone who's around and available at lunchtime to come down to the park and um, play games and play trivia about, uh, to learn more facts about FASD and to eat good food for free and to just like spend time with the community learning about what FASD is and how they can better support an individual who has FASD. Um, and why do you think, Corey, it's important for, for Y and yourself to put on these events to raise awareness around FASD? Uh, I, I think that, you know, training and education about FASD and how to support someone who has FASD is, is still needs a lot of work um, in the Northwest Territories and in Yellowknife. So it's important, especially today in this month, um, when we have the platform to really get it out there and, and, and let people in the community understand what this disability is and how they can, what they can do in whatever position they're in in the community to better the lives for people who have FASD and their families and their friends. Thank you so much, Corey, for taking the time out of your morning to share with us um, about the 4Y program and the fun events that you have planned for today. And we wish you all the best and, uh, and thank you again. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, so cool to hear about the things going on in Yellowknife. Thank you so much, Corey. From now, we're going to move from the Northwest Territories all the way over to the Yukon Territory, where we're going to have a conversation with Wenda Bradley, who's with the organization FASI. So, uh, Wenda, would you mind introducing yourself and a little bit about FASI? Okay, our organization is uh, was started in 1996, and we work with adults who have FASD or fetal alcohol spectrum disorder and so we help support them through their daily needs um, as well as we do education and some prevention uh, work as well. Nice and do you make it into schools and other um, organizations within uh, the Yukon? We make it into wherever people will let us go. So sometimes it's just a one-on-one -on -one conversation. People come to our office or we meet them somewhere. Um, we do have a lot, some on, ongoing workshops that we do. And, um, and 
presentations uh, to say, I think I presented like to the Rotary Club. And so we just do different things wherever people want to know the information. All right, thanks, Wanda. And can you share a little bit about what plans you have for today? Okay, well, we have a, um, uh, some activities happening at Shipyards Park in Whitehorse, and there's a, it's a collaborative with the interagency, the FSC Interagency Committee of the Yukon, and that committee is, is uh, about, about a number of NGOs and services from the government, and as well as parents and family members and people with FASD who come together and have made an action plan. So well, they've just launched the action plan this morning. It's hot off the press. So we're right now here at a barbecue, and we have lots of things going on. You can hear a band playing in the background. We have people making the FASD knot, which is uh, signatory around the, the world as to a day of awareness. Um, we also have a scavenger hunt going on, which is a project that we're just starting for um, people to come together and it's called Wandering Yukon. And it's to come together and, and draw art from whatever you're seeing and hearing and what is part of your life. So it's, it's very exciting. So the scavenger hunt's happening, people are having fun with that as well. That sounds fantastic. Sounds like a lot of fun. Nice. Very a lot cool. of fun. Yeah, we got about 200 people here right now, which is great. Wenda, why is it important for yourself and for FASI to organize events and participate in them like you're at right now? Well, FASD is... Um, it's what we call a hidden disability. It's not recognized well that it is across every culture, across every every country. And so it's nice to bring that awareness um, to a higher level, the public level. There's 1.4 Canadians that have FASD. So like a 4% rate of our um, countrymen have FASD. So they need help in different ways. And we need to give them that kindness of accepting um, who they are, what they can do, and and how they can contribute to our society. So it's, it's nice to be able to talk in a broader sense about that on a day like today. Absolutely, and to have over 200 people attending that event and all coming together and learning and sharing that knowledge and awareness around FASD, it's, that's, that's incredible, yeah. nicely done. Thank you. It's yeah. very cool. Good. Well, thank you. thank you so much, Wenda, for taking the time out of your event uh, and out of the scavenger hunt and the barbecue to come chat with us and, and share the neat things that are going on up there in the Yukon. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we say goodbye? I know, just thank you for including us, and we hope you have have a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a great All day, right, Wendell. Okay. Take Bye-bye. care. Thank you so much. All right, that concludes our episode, FASD Day 2019. I had a wonderful time sitting down, chatting with some incredible people, with some fantastic organizations across Canada and the United States. And one thing that was just absolutely clear to me was the passion in each of these individuals in supporting those with FASD, in supporting the cause of raising the awareness and the prevention of FASD, and and also that movement away from stigma and shame to hope, the sharing of success stories, the the bringing the communities together. Everything was just so positive and enjoyable, and I appreciated every second of it. Thank you for joining us on this podcast, and uh, stay tuned to, to Pop Fast Talk Ed podcast, where we are going to be sharing brief episodes really geared towards that educator of supporting students in the classroom with FASD. So take care. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.